And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on, guys? I hope you're having an amazing day. I'm really excited to share this episode with you today because uh, what I'm actually going to do is share an excerpt from one of our Rebels Elite Mastermind calls. And um, if you're not familiar, Rebels Elite is our top-level program uh, with some of the best of the best in there. And this is the only program that I'm actually personally involved in in the business. Now, we have amazing coaches and amazing consultants that uh, that, that facilitate our other programs, um, but Rebels Elite is where I spend my time, and, um, and I love doing it. And um, so anyway, last week... I, uh, I, you know, I did the mastermind call. I, you know, answered a bunch of questions, you know, and all these things. We recognized some people uh, hitting the first, a couple of people hit the very first hundred thousand uh, dollars in revenue, which is really, really cool. So we celebrated that. Uh, one gal is doing, um, what is it like thirty to forty thousand a month right now, and she's not doing any of the work, uh, which is super cool. So we're celebrating that as well. And then um, towards the end, I, you know, so I was making some notes of things that, you know, I think these you know, these guys needed to hear. And, and I just shared with these, I shared with them like these five things or whatever it was. And I knew it was good and it was good stuff. Right. Uh, Cause a lot of these things take, you know, it took me a long time to learn. Um, but I got multiple, multiple mes- messages afterwards just saying like how impactful it was, how helpful it was and things like that. So, um, anyway, I want to share it with you and, uh, hopefully you enjoy it. And, uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and cut over to that, uh, that stuff. Okay. First thing is, uh, uh, for those of you that have owned a business before, this is going to sound obvious. It's going to sound obvious if you haven't owned a business before, but just trust me on this. Okay. It sounds obvious, but most people don't do this. Okay. Here it is. Ready? Cash flow is king. So <clears throat> there's going to be a million things that come up in your brain and screw with your head and you're going to want to quit and you're going to want to punch somebody and you're going to have these idiot downlines. You just want to kick them in the face. And then you're like, wait a second, is it their fault or is it my fault? Does my system really suck? And like, holy cow, I'm like ripping, am I ripping? I, I can't sell anything. Like you start telling yourself all these crazy things. Like, I don't want to like be like, am I the villain? Do you remember Batman Returns? You live long enough to become villain yourself. Or that was, you know, like, am I the villain now? Maybe I should. Okay, listen. In the middle of all of those things, those conversations that you have, just understand this, the cash flow is king. You will run out of steam if you don't have money coming in. 
You'll question everything and all your decisions will become harder. And you'll make bad decisions too. Because rather than helping your own business, you'll start looking at things from a scarcity mindset versus an abundant mindset. And really bad choices from a scarcity mindset. You don't run a business scarcity mindset. You'll, you'll, you'll kill it. So no matter what's going in your head, if you're the one closing right now, that's okay. It really is okay. If your team hasn't taken off to the point where you can back up, it's okay. And honestly, I don't think you should probably stop closing in most cases until you're doing like 100000 a month. You should probably still be on the phone being the stallion, like being the one, right? Unless you specifically hire a closer, that's fine. It's, it, that is truly okay. But I'm saying in most cases, not every case, but most cases, you should probably still be closing until you're, you're overall doing 100000 a month in system of growth sales because the team needs to see a stallion. Then people will start to rise. But one of the reasons that you do that is to keep cash coming in. You can make most problems go away with money, right? But if you stop bringing in money, you lose steam, you stop reperfecting your product and reiterating it. Refunds come, it'll happen, right? And if you don't have new cash coming in, those refunds come out of your reserves, which now you're double questioning everything. You're like, not only did I think my stuff sucked, now people want refunds and I'm broke. It's just horrible, right? So cash is king. So I understand that that's obvious, but the way that you implement that in the real world is you prioritize the things that bring in cash. So do those things first. <clears throat> this You guys have heard probably Robert Kiyosaki's talk about like uh, pay yourself first. You probably heard that concept, right? Like when you bring in money, put asset money away first, then pay your expenses because you will pay your expenses, but you might not always do your asset stuff. So in this side of the thing, prioritize your day with bringing in cash because you won't always prioritize that. But if you do force it, and then you will do the other stuff. When people are knocking down your door, like, I need help, I need help, I need help, I need help, I need help. I need... Like you'll answer the door, right? But don't answer it first. Take care of yourself first. Okay, number two is... um. This, this helps me a lot. So if like, it sounds like Jay, you thought through this, Diana, I know did, Megan did, Lindsay did. At some point when you start to enroll a decent amount of people, you will start to question this actually help people. And you'll be like, am I serving someone, right? And that's a good thing to ask. It, it, that question keeps you sharp and keeps you reiterating and making a better and better service and product. Um. Zach, so we need to help you. What? Oh, yeah. it, it, the question is like, you'll ask yourself, is what I'm doing actually serving and helping people? You ask yourself this question. Of course, you need to do that. But let me let me just speak to kind of knowing that you really cares about people and that you're going to continually reiterate and make your program better for people. So like no one here is like a grifter, extract from people and not serve them. So I'm, um, that's my baseline. That's my foundation for what I'm about to tell you. So just know that. Okay. Okay. So that's the baseline. Your stuff is good. You continually care about people. All right. The purpose of your program, the purpose of your uh, system is to uh, empower people that are capable of getting results to get results. Okay, the, pur the purpose of the program is to empower people that are capable of getting results to get results. Let's look at a different example. You Let's say you are going to be a, a construction worker and you are literally top shelf, like you're literally Jay, right? You're, you're amazing, right? 
you're amazing. You, you could crush it in, in network marketing. You could literally crush it, but you're working construction. Is it even possible to be a constructor and to achieve a million dollar income? Is it even, is it even feasible? No, it's impossible. The, the vehicle will not allow it, right? Okay, let's say you're Jay, you're absolutely amazing, but you are shoehorned into complete old school, right? You literally have to build MLM fully old school in 2024. You got to cold contact people at gas stations and online and do all the stuff that we've all had to do. That model, exactly as I just described, isn't as capable, I would call it just incapable, but it is almost impossible to get results at any sort of sale that are sustainable with that model today. Okay. We have Jay though, but Jay is stuck as a construction worker or old school. So the purpose of my system is to allow someone like Jay who would win that he can win with. All right, we understand that. Now, what if I have an absolute peasant? He won't win with anything. He won't, he'll be the worst construction worker ever. He'll be horrible in old school MLM. And he's going to suck with this as well. A lot of people that come through our teams, they just don't win. And it's not your fault. It's not your system's fault. It is their fault. It is who they are. Okay. Am I being, I hope I'm not being too harsh, but this will keep you up if you don't like understand this. You can't turn a loser into a winner. Like you won't be able to do it, right? That is a spiritual thing. That is a personal thing that you're, that you're not probably doing, right? And that's okay. But you're not going to turn the loser into a winner. This is not going to happen. Now, when you're on the phone with people, you have to do your like due diligence and you're right by right standing by people to, if someone is like, like, man, I can recognize loser, not like you like but they're not going to win i can recognize it's your responsibility to not sell them right but most of the time people say the right things don't they like they can kind of like you know for those that have ever had teams you don't really know you just don't know they say the right things they say that they, they smell right they talk right they act right but the reality is many of them they are programmed not to win right now and no matter what you give them they'll lose with it no matter what you give them so it's your job to create a system that when someone that is capable of winning implements the system, they win with it. Does that make sense? Okay. Because I would stay up for months, maybe years being like, why is only a certain percentage of people winning when this thing is so good? Not realizing that my success ratio was sky high and I didn't have the verbiage to give myself that I just gave you. Okay, number three. Number three is, uh, let's talk about your business first and then the end result of your business. So some of you heard me talk about this on the comp plan call that was there the other day. So sorry if I'm repeating a little bit. So your business is not your MLM, okay? It's not uh, uh, Modere, it's not Secret, it's not 7K, it's not uh, Think, it's not... Uh, any of those things. That's not your business. That is a monetization channel. Your business is the makeup of the following. You have your core demonstration assets or your funnels. These are the things that communicate 
your business and generate leads. So you have your funnels, right? So most of you have a core funnel. We have a lead generation funnel. Then you like, you know, like Jay has a couple, right? I'm sorry, I'm picking on Jay so much, but you're just right in front of me on my screen. So, you know, you have you have this funnel and then you get the TBM funnel and then you have this, your bedside beach, right? you got multiple funnels. These are demonstration assets. They tell people about your stuff. Before that, we have our traffic sources. We have Facebook ads, we have organic, we have YouTube ads, we have Rumble ads, we have all these different ad sources. Now, Okay, I'm gonna stop there for a second. So we have traffic sources, we have demonstration assets, and we have monetization methods. Monetization methods include system of growth, sales, they include duplicate, and they include uh, your MLM money itself. And it could include other things as well, but minimally you all three have those, or everyone has those three, right? Now, if any one of those arms breaks, business yes i'll answer that for you yes you do so if your facebook ads get shut down some people like <laughs> like okay that's a problem i'm not gonna say it's not but your business didn't shut down right like it's just a traffic source shut down like the the, the conglomerate isn't dead it's just a traffic source shut down right if a funnel gets something happens to it right if a funnel gets pulled away is the business dead no it's not dead just one for that, right? If your MLM decides to do what our old MLM did like years and years ago, or uh, at one point and went bankrupt, the MLM goes bankrupt. Whoops, that was a problem. <clears throat> like, whoopsie daisy. That's okay. That's one monetization method. Yeah. Oops, I didn't actually realize that we were losing money for three years. Um, that's okay though, right? right? The monetization method's gone. So you just replace it or you work on the next one. You guys get, does that make sense? So a lot of times we come in, we all come in to network marketing, putting too much emphasis on the MLM itself. Like, oh, I am building um, Amway. I'm building Rx. Like, no, that's not what you're doing. You are building a business and one of your monetization methods is Amway, Rx, no dare, secret, whatever. One monetization method. This also alleviates your dependence on that monetization method because some of you have found out, we've definitely found out, at the end of the day, and, I don't, and I'm not pooing on MLM in any stretch of the imagination, by the way, in any way, but at the end of the day, we just have to know the cards that we're playing with. And the cards that we're playing with are you don't own your MLM, right? Like you are essentially an affiliate under contract with them. And that's totally fine. I have clearly huge reverence but it's good to know the game that we're playing. So if I stake my whole flag on one company and they decide to do something that I don't like, that could be a huge problem. So we have to understand that we each own our business and understand those different pieces of it. Okay. And I wanna talk about the end results and I'm just pounding through this, you guys. So I'm hopefully this is helpful. Um, I wanna talk about the end result of people coming through your stuff. So one of the things that I actually talked with Yana about that we can all be a little bit like, wait a second, how does this work? I'm getting people in my, to, to get people in my thing. Like, it's like, is this just like this cycle? And in some ways is yes, of course it is, right? Like that is MLM, right? But in other ways, it's, that's not it either. <laughs> so this is how, uh, we would communicate this in our team and how you could as well. So the purpose of each person getting into the downline, I want, let's say, um, I'm trying to pick on Jay. Let's say Dana. 
let's say Dana, he gets in my downline. My purpose for Dana is to become a full-fledged marketing weapon. That's, and I'm going to communicate this to him, right? I want you to be a full-fledged marketing weapon, dude. I want you to be fully self-sufficient and able to be a leader in your own business world. I want you to be able to generate leads, monetize leads, create big income and have a residual. That's my hope for you. Now, that's not any different than the old school promise of MLM. I want them to be a leader, right? Because my promise is better because I want you to own the whole process and, just, and build the business I just described. But that's what I want for you. Now, Dana's brand new. He's never been an MLM before. He doesn't even know what an ad is, right? No, no, no. My, my, my fake Dana. Like Dana doesn't know anything yet, right? So is it, does it make sense that like, can Dana even grasp that yet? No, of course not, right? He has no, no idea what to make Dana. <laughs> um, go build that. He's going to be like, what? Like it's going to take him eons, right? It's not going to happen. So we build a stair step portion in place. Now this is the this is the trick. Now you guys are all you you all can eat the fruit of this, but we had to we had to go through this for a couple of years to figure this out. So you go through a stair step portion with people. So Dana gets in. I say, okay, Dana. So that's where I want you. That's your end result. This is the end result of your system of growth. By the way, the end result is this. I want you to be a full fledged marketing weapon. I'm gonna I want you to learn how to do ads and funnels and monetization and build monthly recurring revenue. That's your end result. But Dana, I'm not going to start you there. All I want you to do is learn how to close. That's all I want you to learn. You don't have to learn the ads. You don't have to learn how to pay an affiliate. You don't have to learn distribution. You don't have to learn funnels. You don't have to learn MLM leadership stuff. All of those skills take time to learn. All I need you to learn how to do, Dana, is close. I'll take care of the ads. I'll take care of the lead generation. I'll take care of distributing leads. I'll take care of leading your team. I'll take care of delivering the product. I'll take care of all of that. All you need to do is close. Dana, after you learn how to close and you're making $10,000, $15,000 per month, after you learn how to close, Dana, I'm going to show you how to generate leads. And then now all you do is you know how to close and we're going to generate leads together. And this is all baked in, by the way. If you guys all have access to RRS, you can see all this. And we're going to generate leads together. Then once you get to about 25,000 a month or so, and you're good at generating leads, if you want to, you can stay on a lead wheel forever. That's fine. Or if you want to learn how to build funnels, I'll teach you how to build funnels at that point. When you learn how to build funnels, you'll now know how to build funnels. You'll now know how to generate leads. And you now know how to close. You'll be a full-fledged marketing weapon, dude. And you'll have accomplished the mission. So your end result is that. But we start them all here. And you stair-step them through. And obviously, the 80-20 rule applies. 80% of your people will stay on your lead distribution mechanism forever and ever and ever. And that's totally fine. 20% will move up. 20% move up. And there's an 80-20 within each category, right? So all the people receiving leads, 20% of them will get the results, so on and so forth. Does that make sense? <clears throat> um, some of these little like mental models took me a very long time to reconcile and my own and like realize that what I was doing was right and good and uh and was working for others and stuff like this by the way just so you guys know um I was talking to Lindsay about this earlier today I I am in a in a funny way I'm almost I'm almost jealous of like 
the the walk that you guys get like are, are on right now. I was telling Lindsay today, like if I wanted to only make money with the least amount of hassle possible, I would go back and do this. Like that's literally what I would do. It is the most money we've made with the least amount of stress once it's built. Like you think about the momentum that you generate when there's thousands of people selling for you and you have very little financial risk in all of it. Like that's pretty freaking cool. And uh, so anyway, you guys are on a really, really good path. Um, the only reason that I'm not participating with you is because for those of you that aren't spiritual, you just disregard this, but I feel like God called me and Ashley to specifically mentor people to do this exact thing. And I can't do that at a high level with without conflicts, without any of those interest conflicts and focus all of my attention in this one area, which I could get over the conflicts of interest. I could probably figure that one out, but I couldn't give all my attention to you guys. It would be split focused. And uh, we really felt God say, this is what you need to do. But I just want you guys to know, like, just in case you ever wonder, like, hey, what is like, is like the grass greener over there? Um, I'm telling you, there's not a more amount of money that we made with less stress than doing exactly what we're telling you. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty freaking cool. You know, it's like, you have to try to slow it down. Like when we, like Lindsay knows, like when we literally started to pull and move things over this way, like it took months to slow people down. Uh, like that's pretty cool. You're like, no, actually don't sell. <laughs> um, so cool stuff. Um, just, we're going to read this chat a little bit. Okay, cool. For those of you that are, um, thank you, Yana, for the uh, for the chats. Um, for those of you that uh, need one final parallel or that are, uh, you've been in old school network marketing, this is kind of akin to old school MLM, right? Like Dana is brand new. I'm not gonna have him speak on stage next week. Like that would be insane, right? Like he needs to first bring guests to my meeting, right? Then he needs to like develop confidence. Then maybe I'll have him like touch the microphone for five seconds. Well, I'll hold it, right? Yeah. Hey, Jay. Hey, Mr. Dana. Hey, wasn't that good? Was that, was that, yeah, that, that was great, Zach. That was fantastic. I did, okay, okay, you're done talking. Great, Dana. Like, we start moving him up, right? And then over time, someday he might touch the stage for 10 minutes and we're like, okay, time's up. Uh, and then over time, you know, he gets to touch the stage for the full hour and then over time. And then so we're all used to the stair step. Um, and that's how this duplicates. So a lot of people that aren't used to this uh, with the whole funnel thing, like you can't duplicate this way. Like, well, actually you can, you just stair step people in. You don't make everybody be a leader on day one, right? That kind of like me going, try to be a, build a traditional MLM and saying, well, you can't duplicate that because not everybody speaks on stage. It's like, well, duh, bro. Like one out of a thousand speaks on stage, right? The other ones never touch a microphone in their entire career.